get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We go to the celebrity line, and our friend Jay Delsing joins us. He is, uh, I hope he's feeling a little bit better, trying to get Jay back out on the golf course. How you doing, my man? Good morning. I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. Just a, some, some, like I told you, Randy, at this age, you get bed injuries. You go to bed feeling good, and you wake up with limping and all sorts of <laughs> stupid things. It's just, oh, man. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's where we are in life right now. <laughs> Hey, we got a lot to talk about. Let's let's start with the BMW Championship. Brian Harmon, who's played very well this year, and Rory tied for the lead as we head into second round action today. And then uh, that Wyndham Clark, man, he just keeps playing. He's minus four, and it's not like he came out of nowhere, but once he won the major, it seems that, that he's been in on the leaderboard all the time. No, I mean, he's... Look, you would have been hard-pressed to be able to really identify who he was prior to winning the U.S. Open. But, you know, Randy, his story is so, and Brooke, his story is so good about his mom having this influence in him and saying, you know, play big, play, you know, do something bigger than you thought you could ever do, you know. And, and, And that inspiration was, wow, man, all over the U.S. Open. And to see, I, it's hard for me to not think of that, you know, every time he, this young man does well. And he absolutely is like the modern player, guys. He's hit a mile off the tee. And he's, what's, what's really significant, guys, is that this is the last week to qualify for the U.S. team for the Ryder Cup. And so with winning the U.S. Open, Wyndham is, as I think he's fifth in the, in the top six automatically, um, will qualify, and then there's you know six other guys added. So, yeah, it's it's um, it's an interesting time in U.S. golf. We have a lot of really really good young players that have stepped up, and um, it's fun, it's really fun to watch. Well, speaking of the Ryder Cup, that's what I wanted to ask you about because it's going to be very interesting. Captain Zach Johnson will have some tough decisions to make this weekend. I know that some will finalize, but there's some guys who are kind of on the bubble, including, I think, one interesting name in Justin Thomas. I know that he hasn't had uh, great play this season, but do you think that his experience will come to play and that possibly be something that Zach Johnson would look at? Oh, for sure. I don't know if he will he will get picked, but it it um, he, he's in the consideration, Brooke, and that's a great name to bring up because everyone's wondering. Justin is um, one of those. I'd say uh, not on the young side, but I mean he's still a young man. But there's we have some early twenty somethings that are that have really been playing well, and Justin's won I think fourteen times on the PGA Tour, two major championships and has a really good Ryder Cup record. Unfortunately, you know, he's at that part of his life. He just got married and, and some things are changing. So he's dealing with some, some different things than just golf. And he is not going to automatically qualify. So do you pick him or do you not? He's not in good form. He hasn't played well in quite a while. And it's 
one of those things. Do you go off of past reputation or you don't go by current form? Yesterday, I, I got to sit down with um, Luke Donald, who is the the Euro captain, the captain for the European team. And guys, uh, with, with what's happened in live, the whole state of golf is just still so topsy-turvy. So imagine a Ryder Cup that doesn't have, for the European side at least, doesn't have Sergio, doesn't have Ian Poulter, doesn't have Lee Westwood. You know, these, these guys have all defected and gone to live. So it's going to have an, a completely different look, especially for the European side. And, you know, the, the U.S., there's a loophole in the rules, guys. So the U.S. and, and Captain Johnson can still pick um, DJ if he wants to, Bryson DeChambeau. It looks like Brooks Kepka is going to automatically qualify with his uh, PGA win. So it, it's just a crazy time in golf. And, and I think Zach Johnson said, uh, oh, I mean, when he started and took this job, he said, I really hope that the players make my job tough. Well, I don't think he could imagine it getting any tougher <laughs> than this one. You know, because live wasn't a thing as much, and I don't know. It's really going to be fun for a golf nerd like me. I, I can't wait to see how it all plays out. That is going to be really tough. I also just want to touch on some of the other guys that are kind of on the bubble. What do you think about Cameron Young, Colin Morikawa, and Ricky Young as a possibilities? Yeah, so so um, Fred Couples has a show on Sirius um, XM, and he let out of the bag a cat out of the bag that he said Cameron Young was definitely going to be a pick and Fred is one of the five vice captains that will be with uh, Zach Johnson so Fred said that I was shocked that he he kind of let that out that was a couple weeks ago so I would have thought he would have been kind of a an extra bubble guy I would I would have not thought he would be kind of a shoe in but he's really played good golf he's one of those younger guys I was telling you about Colin Morikawa has definitely got to be on the team I mean I don't know, but when you sit down, you guys, and think about the choices, they're, they're all great choices. like choosing a car between a Mercedes and some, you know, and they're all great. You just got to try to figure out how do we get the chemistry right in the room so that we can play well together. Guys, we haven't won in Europe in 30 years. So we better we win. Not, we got to win. Yeah. Yeah. So I was talking to Luke Donald, as I told, told you, Randy, and I didn't want to tell him that, you know, I hope you guys lose. I mean, I'm really glad you're coming on the show, but I sure as hell don't want you to win. No doubt. So don't do too good a job, Luke, you know? Yeah. Hey, Jay, I have a question about life on the tour, and I'm couching it in money because the number 100 earning PGA Tour golfer this year is a gentleman named, he's a Brit, named Callum Terran. Uh, the first time I heard of him was when I looked up the number 100 ranked golfer. This year he's made <laughs> $1.373 million. Is... But Life the, is good out there, Randy. It, it sure Life. is. Number 100 is a guy named Callum Terran, made 1.3. But he also has to spend a lot to actually play on the tour. So how much really would $1.3 million be minus the expenses that you have to incur? Well, first of all, the biggest thing for someone like that young man is I don't know if he has dual citizenship or not, but he's going to get smoked with taxes. So he's from, you said he's from the UK, right? From, yes, from correct. England. Yeah. Yeah. So he's going to get hit with 50% of that is gone to, uh, to taxes. At least 50%. It might even be more. I read something recently, but so when, when about, I, I think it was after about four or five years of my career, they started this thing, you guys called an entertainment and an entertainer's tax. 
And so any state I played in, I had to file a tax return and, and they got a piece of whatever I won. Funny, they didn't do anything on the, the weeks that I missed the cut on, hmm. you know, where I was spending and didn't, um, they didn't seem to want to help that way. But what's happened now, you guys, is that the, 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 the guys from Australia, the guys from um, um, all over the world have to pay whatever taxes are common for that level of, of, of money in their country, as well as U.S. taxes. And it's, it's not um, um, exactly the same amount in the U.S., but I would say that that young man is probably losing 60% of that, Randy, to taxes. And then, and then when it comes yeah, yeah, travel and things comes, like that, right? Yeah, the travel and things like that. Now, the travel, um, uh, I, I'm sure that he's got a friend or someone who's got a residence over here that he's going to probably camp out in. You know, and so most of the guys go to Orlando. And so what he'll do is he'll he'll pro- it also depends on what sort of um, level he likes to stay at on the road. Now, what once the money has gotten so big, you guys, what a lot of the guys will do is they'll do Airbnbs and stay three or four in a house and, and, and do a lot of cooking and things like that themselves. Or what they'll do is they'll go on um, price line and go to five-star hotels and just try to see if they can price line themselves a great deal <laughs> at a, at a, at a Ritz Carlton or something. And, and the guys tell me that every once in a while they'll get a Ritz Carlton for 120 bucks a night or something like that. So there's a, there's, I, I would say Randy, uh, that he's going to spend, um, if he, and I'm assuming that he's going to go back and play some on the DP world tour or play some back in England. I'm going to say he's going to spend another, Oh, uh, 40, 40 to fifty thousand dollars on on travel and whatnot. There. Okay, so he's doing okay. He's we we don't need yeah. to hold any benefits for Callum Tor, Torin is Callum Taran. We, do, we don't, and you know the PGA Tour has that stipend program now too. That's half a million dollars. So if for whatever reason you don't have a good year and you don't make a half a million bucks, then the tour will will pay you the difference. So say if you make have a horrible year and only make three hundred thousand dollars. Can't believe we're talking about this kind of money. <laughs> oh my god! Well, it's, and, and it, then it, then the tour gives you two hundred. Yeah, it's crazy. Pretty good. Yeah, that is interesting. Well, and then your caddy gets a percentage of that too, right? Or you're paying Absolutely. for your caddy's fare. Absolutely, and and most of these guys have pretty special relationships with the caddy. He's kind of their number one team member um, after their 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 wives, and so they'll get um, anywhere between um, seven and ten percent of their earnings. Wow, that is that is yeah. so interesting. I think people just see those numbers and they think, oh, they're taking all that home. No, that's not exactly how that works. Well, Jay, uh, with it being BMW Championship Week, of course, here in St. Louis, we're so excited to see that come here to Bell Reef Country Club in 2026. I know how big you are, of course, here in the golf scene and how in tune you are with all that. How are the preparations going for that? And just your thoughts on having another big event like that come to St. Louis? Oh, Brooks. It's, Brooke, it's badass. I just love it. It's just I, my hats off to Bell Reef for keeping St. Louis, you know, relevant in in the major golf scene. We get then we have the President's Cup coming in 2030, and I told Randy, I just hope I'm still alive back then. <laughs> that, that, that's so far off, but it's going to be a, an absolute blast. And guys, this is this is all echoes the the smashing success from 2018, where the where St. Louis, the corporate side of St. Louis, and then the golf fan turned out because we blew that tournament out of the water. The players are still talking about it. I had uh, Justin Leonard and, and Stuart Sink talking about pro- other than a Ryder Cup, 
they both said that playing in St. Louis was the the loudest, the best fans, the, the neatest environment that they've ever played in. And Stewart got paired with Tiger on Saturday. Mm. And he said, you know, nobody really cheered for, for me, but he said they were cheering a lot for Tiger and it was super positive. And, and, it, and it really was. Tiger's even mentioned it before. So um, Bell Reeves just done a magnificent job of keeping us relevant in the golf space. And, and um, I know it's not that big a, a deal, especially I think it's really awesome. Mason Wynn's coming up and I can't wait to see this young guy play and Heaven Walker and, and Nolan Gorman and things like that. But for, for a golfer, you know, to get the tour to come in town and, and to watch how the city responds to it is really pretty cool. Jay, you've got your show coming up 8 to 10 on Sunday morning. And who do you have on this week's show? We've got Tom Watson and Peter Jacobson. Awesome. So we kind of have, you know, Tom's a, a pretty uh, salty kind of uh, real matter-of-fact guy. Peter Jacobson's an absolute riot. He's he's really fun. So the stories that we talk are going to be kind of on different ends of the spectrum, but really, really fun. I remember reading a Tom Watson book that made all the sense in the world, and I would never do it. But he said, if you're playing a 450-yard par 4 and you hit your 7-iron 150 and you hit it accurately, hit a 7-iron 150, hit another 7-iron 150, hit another 7-iron 150 next to the hole, and there you've got a par. Where's the fun in that, Randy? Then you don't have any adventure. I you know, would never you're not try over it. there in, a, in an adjacent fairway. <laughs> you're not over there by the, you know, by the beer, by the by the beer cart, and you know, you just don't. Yeah, that's not. A I'm not about scoring, big boy. I'm about just hitting the daylights <laughs> out of that ball. You know that. <laughs> I'm about networking out there. That's why I've met so many people. I mean, like I'm over in their fairway. I'm like, what's it like over here? Guys? <laughs> exactly. <It's> pretty cool. <laughs> you're the best, Jay. Thanks. We'll be tuned in on Sunday. Have a great weekend. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. Thanks. That's our buddy Jay Delsing joining us here on the opening drive on 101 ESPN.